You are listening to the Life of Beulah podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Brenny. This is episode five, where I discuss the concept of the body as the temple. I also talk about how I recently discovered that my face is asymmetrical. Stick around. There are some topics in this podcast that I haven't yet spoken about publicly, so it's going to be a really interesting episode. interested in seeing video along with this podcast you can go to youtube.com slash listen to the stars to watch the video version for those of you that are watching the video version of this um i found a lipstick in my bathroom before i filmed this podcast and i was just i randomly put it on and i couldn't tell how bad it looked in the little viewfinder It looks terrible. I'm aware of it, but I'm still going to post this podcast. So don't put on lipstick without a mirror. You are listening to the Life of Vula podcast. I am Nicole Brenny, your host, bringing you this month's or week's episode, episode number five, the body as the temple and the body as the most important factor in spiritual awakening, which I think is very contrary to the new age understanding. So I hope you're going to stick around for this episode where we really look into why the body and the transformation of the body is incredibly important for someone to truly spiritually awaken. And this will also shine a light on many false awakenings and um, delusions that people have about spiritual awakening, which is very, very, very important because we are on the verge of a mass spiritual awakening. So I'm really glad to be here. I'm really excited to record this because I have a different microphone and I think it's a lot better for podcasting and I have a different camera, which I think is a lot nicer for filming. I'm swapping out the old, selling all my old stuff to upgrade to new different items, which has been a very, very interesting process and is totally relevant to today's topic because I think we see the word temple a lot when we read ancient texts or older texts like the Bible or the Hindu um, texts as well, the Bhagavad Gita, sometimes in the Vedas, they're often talking about the temple. And as far as I've ever known, ever since I was a kid and into my early adulthood, I always thought that the temple was literally a physical place. And when I studied Vedic astrology, People were often like bragging about their trips to India where they got to actually get a real Vedic astrology reading and go into the temples and everything. And I was so excited to become like this big timey Vedic astrologer and go to an actual Hindu temple and do specific mantras to fix specific dangerous problems in my birth chart. Um, But uh, I never made it to a temple, but I did figure out what the temples actually are. I can tell you that much. And um, yeah, I think, I mean, I don't want to shit on every religion ever, but I think that there are some gross misinterpretations about what the temple actually is. And if we look at Corinthians and you know what, I should have, you know, really done this before, before the show, but I'm going to type it in right now. Corinthians 
body as the temple. If we look at Corinthians and it is Corinthians, uh, 1 Corinthians 6 verses 19 through 20, he asks, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. Glorify God in your body. And there's I, another way um, that they have this quote written in different um, translations of the Bible is, you know, do you not know that your body is the temple? It's very simple. And I like kind of like that simplicity of when they word it like that. But do you guys not know that your body that you are residing in right now, the one that you can feel against the chair or the couch or the bed or the floor, the feet against the floor, wherever you're standing, do you know that that is the temple of God? Because if we rewound to a year and a half ago when I didn't have my spiritual awakening yet, I would have told you you're effing crazy and you're stupid and shut up <laughs> because I would not believe you. Whoops, I got a little hot there with my mic. Sorry about that. I'll get used to using it. So now though, post-spiritual awakening, post-real spiritual awakening, not delusional spiritual awakening, which I made some videos about my delusional fake spiritual awakenings thinking it was real. But ever since my real spiritual awakening, I am 100% cognizant at all times that my body is the temple. Night and day, 24-7, I know for a fact that my body is the temple. So what y'all need to understand is that we, through the way in which we live our lives every single day, we are creating and building this body that we live in. So if we live a life of peace and we are super calm, we carry our body in a certain way, we express in a certain way, maybe we smile more often Maybe we're just more gentle in our movements. We treat our body really well. When we're in a good mood and we are enjoying life, we take care of ourselves better. We eat healthier. We eat regular meals. We um, don't deny our body warmth or water. <laughs> we actually nurture our bodies. We take special care to our skin. We brush our hair. We practice self-care. We take salt baths. We do these things because we love ourselves and we want to nurture our bodies and therefore our bodies grow more beautifully, more contentedly and oftentimes without dis, dis ease. But when we don't love ourselves or we're stressed or we're working too much, we might take on really horrible habits that have a detrimental impact on our body. We might become alcoholics. We might tense our shoulders all the time because we're always working, we're always stressed um, and we're doing this, you know, eight to 16 hours a day, having our shoulders up like this, we might scrunch our eyebrows or, you know, have resting bitch face. And we might <laughs> therefore create wrinkles and things of this nature on our face. We might really not like ourselves. So we deny our bodies food. We deny our bodies um, water. We deny our bodies comfort like jackets and boots in the snow or we are, you know we don't want to spend money so we don't purchase those things because either we don't feel we're worthy or we're miserly or any of these things our daily habitual actions and the way that we treat ourselves literally reflects in the way in which our body heals itself or does not heal itself and builds itself, right? So if we're always eating healthy foods and everything, we're likely going to have a very healthy body that um, 
will respect, will respect what we want it to do. Right. And we'll work out and we'll enjoy things. You know, like when I was surfing every day and my body was looking so beautiful, but when we are not in alignment with our body and we're treating it like shit, our body's going to look bad and it's going to feel bad. A really good example that I noticed recently is I have dominant chewing, so I always chew on my right side. So if you if you're really paying attention to this video or any of my selfies, you can see that this eyebrow is lower because these muscles here are tighter and this eyebrow is higher and my face is asymmetrical now. So that daily habitual pattern that I have of chewing on the right side, not the left, because I refuse to get a root canal because I'm a miser. Apparently, I didn't want to spend the money. Now I have a face of a miser, <laughs> an asymmetrical face of a miser, right? So this this bo- uh, this part of my body here, my face, unfortunately, is a is built of corruption. Okay, so our bodies, we are building them every day with every action for better or worse. And I just pointed out the worst of mine. Just uh, I guess I'm embarrassing myself. And now you're gonna always look at photos and videos of me and just see my crooked face. <laughs> But here's the thing about my crooked face. I did not even know I had a crooked face until I experienced a spiritual awakening. Because what happens after a spiritual awakening is you, your body starts to become spiritualized by God and starts to heal. So when we, let's talk about pre-spiritual awakening. Let's just rewind it a little bit. I need to get like sound effects. <laughs> I can't make them myself. Okay. But before spiritual awakening, let's just pretend we're just all before spiritual awakening, we're just living completely in corruption for the most part. Like most of our actions and everything is corrupt. Let's just pretend that, okay? So before spiritual awakening, we have a body of corruption, okay? Um and then okay, wait a second. So in the Bible, that would be that would be referred to as the temple of Babylon or the temple of Egypt, right? So the body that you have now, if you're not spiritually awakened, consider that Egypt or Babylon. Let's use Babylon just as like our main metaphor here, okay? Have you ever read in the Bible like all these different chapters where it talks about like destroying Babylon and destroying these temples to the false idols? That is what it's talking about, okay? So my asymmetrical face of miserliness, of only chewing on one side because I did not want to spend money on a root canal or I didn't have the money for a root canal, really. My poverty face, um, that is my part. That is part of my temple still being of Babylon that is being healed. But I'm saying it's being healed because once I received the Holy Spirit, once I had a spiritual awakening, the spirit that entered into me started to heal my body. Get through fidrat. Okay. And this is very extremely common. When people start to spiritually awaken in their deep meditative state, they will often experience spontaneous movements. It has been been very popular for meditation and yoga teachers to tell their students to ignore those movements and continue to control your breath and control your body and control, control, control. Go check out my natural meditation course. You can find out how to actually meditate. Okay. It's kind of the anti-technique because most techniques are creating more problems for you. But anyways, anyways, where was I? Um, these movements, when you know how to utilize them properly, are actually movements animated by the Holy Spirit, which is your connection to God, 
to actually destroy the temple of Babylon in Egypt or heal yourself from it and build up your temple in the image of God, the Sendragate. So I had no idea the impact of this dominant chewing on my face. I had no idea that I actually had such an issue with this tooth. I had no idea that I had a crooked face until in the last few months, this healing energy, which has been working out issues and stretching me and moving my body spontaneously in meditation every single day for the last year and a half, it finally reached that area of my body. And for the past three months, all that it's been doing is clicking and popping and moving and bringing energy into this tooth. And as soon as it started to do that, it started to like stretch that part of my face and almost work it out as if almost 24-7 I'm getting some sort of a physical therapy on my tooth and my face. And I was like, what is going on here? What is going on with this tooth? There must be something to it. And so I started to, um, I started to naturally by connecting and kind of like seeing if it was okay, like kind of connecting into that present moment of God, with God, kind of checking in with God. God guided me to chew on the left side of my mouth. So in the past few weeks, I started to chew on the left side of my mouth and I noticed how much of these muscles from the left side of my face have not been used. And I was shocked. And when I got my new camera, I was watching myself in the viewfinder and the footage that I shot. And I was like, I haven't God damned asymmetrical face. <laughs> what am I going to do about it? But I was also like, God has been healing it in me already. So I just need to keep going. And I also yesterday set myself up with the dentist appointment to double check that it is healing um, and maybe potentially have to get a root canal. But that's besides the point. The point is that God will start to heal. The Holy Spirit will start to heal these issues that have been created over time from habitual patterns. I didn't just wake up one morning and have an asymmetrical face. This asymmetrical face came through years upon years of me chewing on one side of my mouth because I was too cheap to get a root canal. So I've, I, got, I got a goddamn poverty face now, guys. But you have... You in your temple, if you're not spiritually awakened, and even if you are, look at me, because all spiritually awakened people go through refinement of destroying old temple and building new one in image of God, right? But you have, you know, take, take, do a little self audit here. You've got to have something of corruption. You could have a face of poverty like me, right? You could have a haircut of validation, you could, have, you could have gone on Instagram one day feeling really bad about yourself and saw some chick that everyone loves. Everyone loves her and she has beautiful hair and you find her beautiful. And you, think, you thought to yourself, well, she must be beautiful because of that haircut. And then you thought, well, I want to be beautiful and I want to feel good about myself. So I'm going to get the same haircut as her. So out of that place of needing validation and needing love, you got that haircut. And now every time you look in the mirror, you still don't feel beautiful because you actually have a haircut of validation. So your, your hair has been built in the image of validation and not of God. God is inspiration. God is truth. God is love. You could have, I've got this, I've got a shoulder of something or another. I don't know if you could hear it crack in the microphone. Yeah, it really sucks. But I've got a shoulder of something or another. 
I have a shoulder injury, but that could have been from tensing all the time. That could have been from sloth. Let's just, let's just use that as an example. I've got a shoulder of sloth, of laziness, because I'm always checking my cell phone, right? And that's my right hand and that's my right shoulder. So maybe I've got a laziness. My shoulder is built in the image of laziness and not of God. So God's been working on my shoulder since day one. He started working on the jaw and the left tooth recently. Um, every, I mean, God will cleanse and purify every area of your body to heal it. And that is through those spontaneous movements. And those spontaneous movements require your faith, trust, and surrender. And again, if you want some support and you want that precursory step to experience those, go check out my natural meditation course. So when the Bible and maybe even other texts from other religions talk about temples, we've really misconstrued it to believe that it is some sort of a physical place that we actually go to, that we actually make sacrifices in and bring flowers to and sing songs in. And but we don't, it's not the truth. The true temple is your body. And all that stuff that they talk about with the sacrifices and all of this, that stuff happens too. And that's a very, very advanced topic that we won't, we won't get into in this video or in this podcast. But um, one thing that I think will help you is to understand how profoundly important your body is. It is a temple. So don't treat it like garbage. You're not a dumpster. <laughs> and also understand that when you worship, when you, when you put anything before God, when you honor anything before God, when you let fear get to you, when you let worry get to you, when you let your need to be validated get to you, you are, it's, it has such, it has such a high stake impact on you because it literally starts to build your body in the image of that. Think about if you were in a toxic relationship and every time this person is in the same room as you, you tense up and you like hold your stomach in and you hold your breath and you do that for 40 years. Like there's, there are energetic channels in your body that will be forever closed and those closed channels will lead to disease. Obviously disclaimer, knock on wood. I'm not a doctor, blah, blah, blah. Obviously huge disclaimers on this because I can't pretend to know anything about anything medical, but I'm speaking in spiritual terms and from personal experience. But imagine you're just all tensed up and you're just holding your shoulders and those energetic channels will be so disturbed and so blocked that you will experience disease from that. So you, by staying in that toxic relationship because you were afraid of being alone, you have built up your physical body in the image of fear. And how many of you, if you've been in a toxic or abusive relationship, know for a fact that your health just shot up and got so much better once you left that situation? I'm guessing every single one of you. So when we finally step onto this path of God, when we finally accept God, we experience the Holy Spirit and a spiritual awakening, our bodies start to naturally heal and find a sense of equanimity and peace, allowing us to experience on a physical, real, real, real level, actual peace and actual bliss. <sighs> There's so much to say about this, and I'm actually probably not going to make this podcast very much longer because I do have to get ready to go to New York. But I really want you to take this to heart and understand that 
there's a huge price that you're paying, especially if you're interested in health, especially if you're interested in beauty, especially if you looked in the mirror recently and said to yourself, why is one of my eyebrows higher than the other? Why do I have a lopsided face? Now you might know that you've got a face of fear or a face of poverty like me, (laughs) okay? And also I want you to know too that God is a God that heals. The Holy Spirit heals if you have enough trust, faith, and surrender. And just as God is healing my root canal tooth and my poverty face, God can heal you as well. And these are the miracles that you experience once you've been spiritually awakened or once you've received the Holy Spirit. And of course, that reception that um, God residing in your temple, that's what it is, really. It's God coming down to reside in your temple. You are not God, but God resides within you. You are that vessel. You are that temple that when you allow yourself to be open to that experience, and of course, by the grace of God, God will reside within you. Kabir is a mystic poet. You spell it K-A-B-I-R. He often speaks about having a guest in his house, Takosindrat. That's what he's talking about. God is residing in his temple. God is residing in my temple. And God wants to reside in your temple if you have not yet had that experience. And the Holy Spirit is that connection that we have to God that allows God in. And the Holy Spirit is what God uses to heal us and to move our bodies. And people are so afraid of these movements. If you want a more in-depth understanding of what these spontaneous movements are, I call them Kriyas go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash listen to the stars. And you can go watch a video about that there. I'll try to link it in the description box as well. And the price that you pay to do anything to your body that could harm it, even including, and I I know I'm going to sound extreme, but even including casual sex, you pay a huge price. Our temple is very, very sacred. So again, This is just a little intro, a little precursory thing. Um, Understand that when they talk about the temple in the Bible, it is your human body. It is confirmed in Corinthians chapter 16, verses 19 through 20. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? So with that, I leave you in peace and I love you very much. Please subscribe for more episodes if you're interested in spiritual awakening and whatnot. I will record more podcasts when I return from New York, and I do have plans to make more podcasts with Matt now that I'm more set up, and I think he'll be more settled soon as well. If you don't know who Matt is, he is the guest from the previous two episodes, so I definitely recommend checking them out. He's a fellow awakened soul, just like myself, and yeah, uh, wish me luck in New York, even though I'll already 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 be back when you hear this and um let god in all right have a beautiful night bye you have reached the end of episode five of the life of beulah podcast be sure to subscribe and to work together one-on-one in life coaching or spiritual mentorship go check out my website nicolebrenny.com thanks